Start. Hello and welcome to the Dark Punk Podcast, hosted by Guardrail. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Diet Punk Podcast. Hey. As always, it is I, your host, producer Zach. Hi, Zach. Hi. What hey. is your name? <laughs> my name's Alyssa. Um, oh. I just picked up a uh, cat toy, dog toy off the ground, and uh, I thought it would be squeaky, but it's not squeaky. So, um, I don't think it was designed to be a cat toy. No, definitely not. It's not cat size. It's like, it is the size of a cat. It is a dog toy, probably. Yeah, supposed to. My look. cat loves to carry that around and hide it, and then we hide it on her, and it's like every now and then she'll just bring it to us. It's like, oh, okay, thank you, and it's like the slowest game of fetch ever. That's adorable. Long game. Yeah. You're in it for the, yeah, the long fetch. I'm Kevin, by the way. Ah uh, yes, you <laughs> over there. <laughs> <Get to be. laughs> Hi, Kevin. What kind of fetch do you like to play? Uh, oh God, one of the uh, things that I do at work is uh, we do customer service for something called Fetch for Pets. So the word fetch is just like every time I get one of those calls, it's just kind of one of those like. <sighs> oh God! And then I answer the call. <laughs> I was super expecting you to just say hard to get and then be over with it. <laughs> But nah, we're not. It no. just like, I don't know. Today was my Friday. It was a rough week of work of just like, I had a lot of those calls this week. So it was horrible. They're my least fun calls because it's like more of the general public of just asking questions about random products. Like, can I use this cat shampoo on my dog? And it's like, no, buy dog shampoo, please. You dumb motherfucker. That's so not fetch. <laughs> fetch in the most Petland sense of the word. Yeah. Absolute. It's uh it's not fun. But whatever. It, today was my Friday, even though it's Thursday, but I'm off Fridays and Saturdays, so Fuck yeah, cheers I to that. I don't gotta worry about that shit for two days. So hell motherfucking yeah. So we're gonna it's just the three of us today. Um Doug and Ken have better things to do. Jerks. Um, Nice. Well, <laughs> I really wish that sounded more like a fart. I was I I was on so I have this app on my phone that does like sound effects and that I was on. Oh, like, we're aware. I was on the wrong one. I know you're aware, but <laughs> this is for the listeners. I got those. Got that. So I I have the actual sample. I could just drop it in the track. I know, but I wanted to do it. Do you have that one? Uh, no, but I do have the Wilhelm scream. So there's <laughs> that. <laughs> I just saw the Wilhelm scream. I'm wearing their sweatshirt. Oh, word. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's where you went uh, after our recording sesh. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. awesome. Fucking we're, one of the best shows I've been to in a minute. Worth it. Worth that five-hour drive? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. From, Holy uh, shit. That band fucking rules, dude. Amazing. Yeah. It's a sick sweatshirt, too. Yeah. Thank you. I like that font. I would... Uh, anyone who's listening who knows the font of the sweatshirt... Please Which uh, is an comment. insanely specific thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great fucking font. I agree. Well, I guess we'll have to post another picture <laughs> yeah, along right. with this one. If you guys love fonts, you'll love this episode. But yeah, before we get too sidetracked. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to talk about uh, our, uh, our little trip to recording vocals uh, up in Michigan. Um, before we do that real quick, I'm going to get some sad shit out of the way. Um, our dear friend Drew Neely passed away this past weekend. Um, it fucking sucks. He was basically family to me and... That was very heartbreaking. Yeah, good lord, um, what a heartbreak. Yeah, so, um, man, we, um, his, uh, his reach in the scene, it was just, like, crazy. Like, when we posted about it, people that I had no idea he knew were commenting, like, oh, my God, like, it was, it was crazy. Like, he just knew fucking everybody. So, um, that sucks. He's going to be missed in, insanely, um, and while he was in the hospital, uh, Dave Gomez and, and Jacques Lamore and uh, Tony Tenerelli, like a bunch of us were getting a benefit show together and it was already in the works and we were like all set to announce it. Um, and then and then he ended up passing, but we're still doing it. Um, it's going to be July 30th at Evolution Music in Downers Grove, um, which is a place that I, I if I remember uh, what I heard correctly, was Drew painted that place. Um, 
so yeah, we're doing that. It's um, the you know his band was Drew Neely and the Heroes. Um, the Heroes are going to play some some Drew Neely songs. Um, Dave Gomez is going to do a Summer Curse set. I'm going to do a Guardrail set. Jacques is going to do a projection set, which is a first for a very long time. Awesome. Um, we also got um, uh, Tony's little uh, duo, Delightful, or no, Delightful, no, Darling, Darling Dingbats. Um, nice. We got Brother Violet. We have uh, And the Balloons and Trippy Bridges. So they're all playing July 30th. And all the all the proceeds go to Drew's family. So. It, uh, it hurt my heart in a very weird way to think that the last time I saw Drew was for the benefit show for Dave. Yeah. And now oh, the tables God. have been turned. And the next time I'll see Dave probably is at this benefit show for Drew. And I'm like, oh, fuck, man. This <laughs> yeah. sucks. It's it's wild. And yeah, the last time I... That was the last time I saw Drew, too. I hadn't, I hadn't seen him since then. Um, but yeah, fucking yeah. sucks. But the piece. last time we got to hang out with them was we, like we pl- played a gig with them. So oh, it was great, and they cool. played a great set. Yeah, they they were one of the best acts of the night by far. Yeah, very fun. Yeah, they did after all eye on a gimmick like we did. <laughs> yeah, well, that was our set was also very good. Fuck yeah. everybody! <laughs> it was a good time. It was like the week before Halloween, and we dressed up because you know week before Halloween, and nobody, not not a single soul besides us, dressed up, which was awkward. I love saying, uh, "Yeah, way to make us look stupid, everyone else, <laughs> fucking <Sorry>. jerks." <laughs> but or we yeah. made everyone else look stupid. Hard to say because the pictures that we got from the green room at the bottom launch are fantastic. Yeah. Still one of my favorite pictures of either of us. Hands fucking down. Um, I think it's your uh, your caller ID picture. Whenever you call me now, I get nice. to see that. Nice, my my whole Kool Aid sweatsuit. Yeah, and my fucking what are those shades? Those like Kanye shades. Yeah, with the lines. Whatever the, the fuck those were. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. That was a great time. So like you know the silver lining of that is like fuck. We the last time we got to hang out with Drew was like a rad time, and it was also too it was a benefit for Dave, but it was also kind of a celebration because he was cancer free. Yeah. So it was like a fuck yeah, he's cancer free. So it was like it was a good fucking night. So yeah, solid vibes. Something I'll never forget. It was a great time. Um, so man, shout out to Drew and his family. Um, and uh, yeah, had to get that shit out of the way. Yeah, life we... is fleeting. Hold your friends close. Yeah. Tell your friend. Tell your people you love them. Yeah, and don't take the time that you're spending with your friends for granted because. You know, crazy shit could happen. Yeah, you never yeah. fucking know. This this was all so sudden. Like, you know, within a month of him ending up in the hospital, he's gone. It's like, what the fuck, yeah. dude? You know. And actually, uh, to as a perfect segue, I remember when we were on the drive up to Michigan, you were telling me about it, mm-hmm. um, how he had to get uh, the tumor removed, and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah, and he was he was on the road to recovery, and then hit some obstacles and. That's yeah. it. So it seems super out of left field, especially because we yeah. had talked about that. And I was like, oh, fuck, he passed. Like, I thought yeah. that, I mean, again, last time I checked in, which was barely a week or two ago, he was doing good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We raided, oh, shit. We raided Zach's uh, liquor cabinet because he had a bunch of random liquors that were just from parties Ooh, and things. He's got a Jimmy and Black extra aged. You know. Yeah, that's some like man shit right there. That's the last, I think, good liquor that was in the cabinet. Yeah. Everything else is fucking weird as shit. It was the first thing I picked up. And I'm like, yeah, I'll drink this. I forgot that was there. It's a good time. I also found a little shooter bottle of Crown Royal. So that's going to be my yeah. my next go-to. <laughs> but I will also in Drew's honor. Absolutely. Yeah, for Drew. Cheers. For Drew. Cheers. And I so, don't even have anything to chase that with. So let, let it be. Oh, yeah. You finished your wine, huh? Indeed, I did. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, but yeah, on a much the, brighter note, yeah, let's, uh, let's focus on, uh, some, some more, uh, positive stuff for the rest of the, uh, the episode here. Yeah. The- um, yeah, so we are basically done with our record. We got a couple little things left to do and then we're done. Um, but yeah, music's, you know, 99% done. Vocals are fucking 95% yeah. done. Um, Emphasis on the basically, if we were to die mm-hmm. tomorrow, it could still be released. Which would be, and that that's good. I mean, what pretty much everything is done, done <laughs> except for one tune. 
Yeah. Yes, um, vocals on that. Kevin, you could talk more about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're doing uh, an acoustic song for the first time ever, so that's interesting. Um, but you know, going into this, we didn't record anything for that because, like, acoustic guitars, you gotta, you gotta, especially for our first acoustic song, you gotta make sure you're not kind of phoning that in and just sort of winging it. And we figured the best place to get the best acoustic tone would be in Nick's studio, so we just recorded the acoustic guitars for that up there. And then, being that it's a acoustic song. Um, we're doing a vocal feature for that. Um, and I won't say who it is yet, but, um, yeah, let's hold those cards close. Yeah. We got potentially up to three features on the record. Super secret. Yeah. You'll see. You'll see. Um, he or she or they. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, that'll kind of be a duet thing. So we figured since it's an acoustic song, if we record their part, the, you know, the feature our own with our, with a different mic, it, you, it would be more noticeable because it's an acoustic song. It's a way more low key. So we're just going to record all the vocals for that. Yeah. Very it soon. Sound Can't so just drown weird. all the inconsistencies and distortion like we like to. Exactly. Because <laughs> one of the vocal yeah. features we already recorded while we were here, um, just, just for the sake of like what the, the one bummer of, you know where nick lives is like we can't just have someone pop in <laughs> you know it's a five hour drive from here so yeah. to get one of our friends like to drive, hour drive five from hours everywhere yeah so so we we did one vocal feature here while we were still like recording guitars and stuff um so that that's locked in um but yeah I, all the other vocals we did while we were up there i was like going into it kind of worried i'm like i've never done anything like that before record for me personally 10 songs of vocals in two and a half days, I was like, I hope I hold up okay. I mean, you crushed <laughs> no, it, though. it was really impressive, actually. Like, having not really, like, practiced or recorded any of them, just, just like, going yeah. in and doing whatever. I mean, Nick's also great at, like, feedback. Mm-hmm. And this sounds bad, dude, again. I, I feel like you had us do everything, like, four or five times, which is good. Yeah. But then there's other things, too, where we'd nail it in, like, two takes, and... Dude, I, you I, nailed so much stuff in like one take. <laughs> there is, there's a few times yeah. he said he likes to try to record a yeah take like five times, but a lot of them we get in like two or three because he's just like, ah, you guys are pretty consistent. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I mean, you were remarkably consistent. There would be no difference between certain takes unless like something happened where you ran out of breath or something. I feel like I always second guess myself. Um, I'm always worried going into it, and then afterwards I'm like, oh, I did fine. Like, yeah. and I, I think it's too, Great. just also being in that environment too. Cause oh, like, yeah. um, especially recording these songs that like we don't, they're, they're brand spanking new songs. Like I don't fucking know. It's not like, you know, recording our stuff in the past, um, they, they were for the most part, I mean, yikes was the first time we kind of had brand new songs. Um, where like the only one we'd been playing live was anyway, the rest of them were all mm. brand new. Um, so like that was interesting, but that was a six song record or five and a half, five and a third, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, but this is 12 songs. So we had all these, you know, brand new songs that were kind of laying down. So it was a little freeing in a way. Cause we could just sort of go with the flow and be like, Oh, actually I sang it wrong, but I like how that went better. So let's keep it that way. You know? So yeah. there was quite a few moments like that. Those are the little studio magic moments that I absolutely like live for. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't mean to do that, but now that I hear it, we could. We, let's just leave it. Fuck it. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There was there was a couple things where I, I sang it wrong, but I was like, oh wait, uh, no, that's that's right now. A little Freudian <laughs> so, slip makes a bunch of sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, I'm very excited for that. I think like a highlight besides for his ex cat right now. He's trying to get the gym. Who who is this cute baby? Oh, that's uh, Nalu. Hi, Nalu. Nalu. Man. You licking your paws? What a perfect angel. That's my uh, my familiar. I've never been more psychically connected to another creature. Nice. Incredible. Yep. Yep, yep. This Um. is good radio. (laughs) 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 I mean, I, I feel like fellow, like, pet people will appreciate that because... I do the same yeah, thing with gnarly. Like, I'll like get my my like train of thought will just be derailed. Like, oh, she's doing something cute. As the cat that's literally chasing its own tail as it shakes its tail, just <laughs> pouncing on its own tail. 
It's my girl. Does its thing. Um, but yeah, recording in the same room, doing like vocals and guitar through the same like microphones at the same time was super cool. Yeah, yeah. You and, and I did uh, the beginning of one of the tunes dude, live. Yeah, and through like a telephone. The telephone mic was super cool. Like a literal telephone mic. I've never seen anything like it. It was Me so cool. Me yeah. either. I thought he was joking at same. first. And I was like... Oh, like, like I thought it was just like a telephone that like he had from the seventies or something. And he was like, no, it's a microphone. Just like hold it up like a microphone. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Yes. It's crazy. I've noticed that in his little studio in in his, uh, you know, session room, like every time we've been there, but I just thought it was like a prop. (laughs) I had no idea it was actually functional until he was like, yo, you can sing through the phone. And I was like, oh shit, that works. That's an actual thing. Yeah. And it sounds fucking dope. Yeah. So that'll the, be super fun. In the context of the song, it's like, yeah. There was, a, a, like, when I discovered that, there was, like, another sign. They're like, should I sing it through the phone? He's like, no, nah, not for this one. I was like, okay. okay. I just kind of wanted to do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but, yeah, uh, I can't overdo it with that. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it, out it, of all the songs, that's one of the ones that I keep cycling back to as my favorite. Yeah. Um, like, Me too. D- depending on what day it is and what kind of mood I'm in, like, I have a different favorite off this record, but that's one that's always like, every time I hear it, I'm like, this song fucking rules. <laughs> God fucking damn it. And if the song that we're talking about, like, if you've seen us live in the last six months, you've seen that song. It's the one we've been playing live. It's the one where Alyssa and I swap, swap spots and we, uh, I, I slap some bass big dime and then she sings. But um, I was like thinking, I'm like, this is the first guardrail song that I don't sing in at all. Since the band started, so I'm like, Truthfully. whoa, what a weird first. Yeah. Since like what, 2014? Yeah. This band's yeah, been that's around crazy. for too long. I've got but then also, we've been in the same you. lineup yeah. for like four years. Yeah. Which is also crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah. Like 2018 to 20. I always I say, like, yeah, this band's been around for, since 2014, but it's really been around since like 2018. You know, yeah. like, it's been, a th- it's been alive, but it's been yeah. this for, for this long. Yeah. And you guys have been so like, like a sustained and like positive and like encouraging me to like sing stuff, which has been like, I don't know. That's been really awesome for me because I've always loved singing, but I've also never like considered myself like a singer, but I've fucking loved it. Yeah. I mean, and like, yo, your voice is fantastic though. I think that song will just go to prove it. I think everyone's going to agree. Zach. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It's so fucking fun. You started recording that song while I was taking a shit. And then I walked, <laughs> I, I was done doing that. And I walked into the room and I just heard th- them playing back the take that you just did. It was like your first take. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you're done. Sweet. And you're like, yeah, let's get a couple more. But like, it was really not even necessary. You just like, you crushed your first take. And I was like, hell yeah. Oh, I kept fucking up the guitar part in like the smallest, subtlest ways. <laughs> it was like I had, I had to play for a minute straight and not fuck up. And it took me like five times to do it right. That's all right. Dude. Same though. It. Like you would do the guitar part perfect and I would like sing it slightly weird or like just like, I don't know, because we've only really ever done it live. Right. So it's like you're not really experimenting live. You're just like trying to do whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Um, when you bring up like the fact that, you know, we encouraged you to sing, um, I I know that struggle because I'm not, I don't consider myself a singer either. But that's what I do in this band. And like Guardrail was my first because I'm like, I'm a fucking bass player. I'm like, how more in the shadows can you get, you know? And I, the only reason I, I, you know, figured out singing was because I wanted to be able to sing backups and, and do shit like that. And then it was exactly my journey. And then rather <laughs> than try, like when I was starting guardrail, rather than trying to find an, a singer, I was just like, let me just try it out. And I mean, tale as old as time, guy that's got the most acceptable voice becomes vocalist. Yeah, like I mean, I, I listen to <laughs> lead singer syndrome lead- podcast. I've I've listened to a bunch of episodes, and like you hear that all the time. It's like, well, I was the least bad at singing. Yeah, I was like, the only one that could carry a tune. Yeah, someone whose voice like I'm in love with. I think they're like an incredible vocalist. Like, yeah, well, I just sucked the least, so I started doing it. I'm yeah, like, what the fuck? I just I got <laughs> I I've never taken a singing lesson in my life. I just would like. Every day when I was like delivering pizzas, I would just sing in the car and just keep practicing, and that's what happened. And I, I remember um, we were we were trying to start a band that was like the band that ended up becoming the band I was in before this, Save Yourself. Um, and we didn't have a singer, but there was four of us that were, that were like in the band. Two or three of us could kind of sing, and we were practicing in. Our buddy Jim's basement. Uh, shout out to Jim. He came out to see us play once in uh, 
in Naperville at that little uh, DIY spot. Last time we played there, he came out to that. I was like, fuck yeah, dude, Jim. We used to practice in your basement a little bit. We had nowhere else to go. He took us in. We had nowhere else to go. Classic Jim. Um, but we asked, I was like, what do you think? And he pointed at me. He's like, you're the best one out of out of them. I'm like, I choose you. you. So, bud. Yeah, Pikachu, exactly. I'm like, Kevin. All right, uh, I guess. Um, and then, so then, save yourself. The first couple songs we put out, I was singing on, and then we actually got a, a guy to sing. I was like, oh, thank God, because I did. I didn't want to do it. I, I wanted to play bass. Yeah. So then, when I started Guardrail, I was like, let me let me try the whole frontman thing, and uh, it was funny because the first show, there's like videos where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I've always had an instrument on on stage, so like it's the first time I've not had an instrument on. So I'm doing like weird little like new metal like bops and shit, like <laughs> channeling my inner like Fred Durst or something. Cause I don't know what to do, but I'm like, oh, I'm playing in a pop punk band. I should figure this out. And now I just do like silly dances and it works. So, yeah. so like, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. Like that, that little encouragement will kind of like bump you. And like, I'm glad I took the plunge to try to, you know, actually do the frontman thing. Cause it ended up working out. I think, uh, like, lyric writing also is something that should be called out. Like, yeah. you're a great lyric writer. Like, you're really the only one that oh, I got, I got two writes the guardrail lyrics. Uh, the one is, uh, I wanted to backtrack and say, um, I remember first hearing the demo for Guilt Trip, um, the song that you sing. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? This has to be a thing. What are we doing with this tune? Like, <laughs> yeah. th- this is the next thing, right? Um, yeah, because so, that was like, something you sent me, like, years ago. Yeah. You, yeah, just, you I just had a first like, verse and a chorus, and it's just you and your guitar. You were in Baltimore, and I think my mess, my like Facebook message to you was literally like, "Hey, I'm feeling like very self conscious, and I just need to prove to someone that I can sing something." And this yeah. is what I did because I have been super weird, and this is all I'm trying to do. <laughs> so here you go. Hit, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, but you like you were like, uh, yeah, okay, this is fantastic. I yeah, showed Zach. About months, years later, I was like, yo, this is fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, this is the next song, right? Like, we have to make this. Yeah, I, I, I loved the uh, the melody of that one. It would like, even though it was just a weird little demo that you did, it would like pop into my head every now and then, and I was like, that's that says something that like you did a good job writing that that melody, those lyrics. They just like they just worked. So we're like, yeah, we're we're definitely gonna do something with this at some point, and I'm glad we finally fucking did. Yeah, yeah and that's like a stark contrast from like, th- those are one of those songs that just like come to you, where like you're kind of just like playing mm-hmm. guitar and you're just like humming to it, and you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, totally, like this, yeah. this is it. And then um, Corn Teenagers, which was like the yikes of this album, meaning oh, yeah. that we uh, didn't write any melodies or lyrics to it until we went to literally record it. Yeah, um, to to explain on that point to anyone who doesn't know, so when we were recording Yikes, um, the title track that that EP, Yikes, the last song on the record, um, we didn't we went into that not having any lyrics or anything. And we kinda you and I like worked on it a bit. I remember Doug like sat in for a second you, and though. he's like, I'm not good at writing lyrics and then he just like left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I had like, like one little yeah, idea. I like, I, a for effort yep. for trying to help out. An attempt was but, made. Yeah. yeah, I had like some weird shit about like a tunnel. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> but Yeah, I mean, but but yeah, that was that was one. The 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 one that you're talking about, the working title is Quarantineagers. But um but yeah. Like speaking of which, the working titles have been hilarious. Like it's gonna be a long time before I get to the working titles out of my head. Like some of these are just um like the one is called Doug's Chungus. Like <laughs> <laughs> that one's gonna take a while for me to not call that the Chungus song. Um, I'm never gonna. Oh, we're always gonna call that Chungus. Yeah, right. The one song is always gonna be Corn Pop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. 2020, 2020, 2012 is always gonna be that. <laughs> yeah, there's one of them. Um, it's it's one of them that has a vocal feature on it. Um, but Ken wrote it on December 20th of 2020. So and he just called that one Ken 12 20 2020. And so we're just like 2020, 2020. And the song is called 2012. So it was like 2012 on That's not even the final title of 20. it yet. I, I, that was another working title. It was like <laughs> I, the, the lyrics of that song were about like, oh, uh, like 
shit's fucked now. Maybe we should have just wrapped this shit up in 2012 like the Mayans said we should have. And so then for a little bit, we were calling that one 2012, but we were calling it 2012, 20, 2020, 12, 2020, 2020, 20, 12, 2012. 2012. So 2012, 20, 12, 2012. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Exactly. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, lyric, lyric writing too, that's, that's been a weird thing for me. I've never, at least, especially for this release, I've never had to write so many lyrics at once because um, it's like our longest effort. Because everything oh, else has been an EP. That reminds me, I had a second point I wanted to make a minute ago, which is uh, about the lyrics. Um, fucking, uh, you ended up writing like the cutest fucking song I've heard in a minute. The song <laughs> that we're going to end up calling Silhouette, which we called Machine Wash Jelly. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it's so good. That's one of my favorite songs on this uh, whole thing. Yeah, uh, I loved it before because it was a song that we wrote um, based off of like a joke riff that we would always play that I accidentally turned into a real riff. Um, yeah, like that was a weird happy accident. so fun. I can't yeah. wait to, so like when, so when this record's actually out, um, I want to kind of, it's funny because I wanted to kind of do this, but Silverstein beat me to it. Like I feel like, I feel like Silverstein is just like, inside of me at all times but like they they started you. a podcast it's just called the silver scene podcast where they're taking they just put out a record this year and they're just each episode is about one of the songs on the record i'm like ah, i want to do that with this <laughs> this podcast too oh i fully intend to record that. So we absolutely, absolutely should there's no yeah, reason that we shouldn't let, we're gonna absolutely steal silver scene's idea so sorry I don't Shane think and that crew. It's, it's stealing their idea oh i'm stealing they did it. it first but it's not no, I'm stealing it. It's fine. Um, well, if it makes you feel any better, for me, it's stealing from Pianos Become the Teeth and No Effects because in the same like year, they both released new records that they also released album commentary to on Spotify. Oh, where, like, yeah, I forgot would, like, about the whole go, Spotify. Go through and like talk about the songs. I was like, I would love to do this. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, fucking, yeah, that song started out as just, I, I've for the long, for years and years and years, I've just, as a joke, I've just thrown in this little fucking when I'm like in well, like my other bands. We should like, add context to that. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I'm getting there. Is, There's, there. is there more context? Yeah, it's the Creed that, Shreds video. That comes from Creed Shreds because one of the Creed Shreds and videos. And we all do it. Yeah. Literally all of us do it all One the of those time. videos, During whenever shows, you see the bass player, shows. all you hear is like every time you see him in that video. Oh, my God. And that's where I got that from. So I just, I just as a joke, would just do that all the time. We'd like be playing... Uh, you know, and this goes bands back from now. It was, I did it when I was in El Famous. I did it in Save Yourself. I did it in all these bands. Or I just go, do, 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 as soon as we were done. And we turned that into a riff. You, you did by accident. And I was because like, yo, I thought it was funny. How, how <laughs> right. us is this? It was like, it wasn't an accident. It was a joke, but yeah. it was actually a very quality and classy joke. I mean, that I feel like turned it's, into a full. It, it's the yeah. same story of the riff from Sweet Child of Mine, where Slash was apparently playing it as like a joke. He was like, "Listen to this circusy bullshit," and then somebody was like, "Wait, wait, 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 pause. That's it, though." I was, <laughs> Absolutely. I had, like the same reaction. I was like, "Wait, really? You want to actually do that?" I like, feel like it was like I during mean, practice, could. and you were just like, "Actually, this could be like it's a fun yeah. little series of notes." And Doug like started playing drums. And then I was like, oh, exactly, just like a fifth and a root. Yeah. Like, that's all you really need. Yep. And then Ken was <laughs> like, oh, actually, this is fucking dope. And then we just kind of went at it for yep. a while. And, yeah. uh, and, yeah. and there we had it. And I guess, like, you and Ken kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, I've, we sat down and actually, like, hashed out the structure of it quite a bit. Yeah, because I know that you're, like, very good at making things sound good, and Ken's very good at structuring well, things. <laughs> and so I feel like the two of you together kind of yeah. made it I, I remember I was sitting life. on the couch at his house in his little room where we recorded all the guitars, and um, uh, I was like, like what, like, what is the direction of this? Like, I could spin this in a way where there's, like, 4,000 chord progressions that we could use, and everyone would be like, wait, wait, what was that one? I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. Direction, that's what I need. Thank you. Yeah, the Ken-Zach combo. It's magical. Yeah. I need him to edit me. Or Zen. Zen. I like that. Ooh, I like Zen. That. That's, the, that's our guitar section. It's called Zen. Oh. With an X. I love that, but in like a yikes like kind the, of what the fuck like way. Like the world at the end of Half-Life 1. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> that's but. a reference for you gamers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, back to the one song. Like in that song, like uh, in the demos that we had, I don't think that you recorded vocals for it. Um, so I had no idea what the I lyrics were. I did eventually. Were. You just didn't uh, listen to it. Well, well, no, you only happen. did it during practice. During one of the practices, no, there's you were a like, demo of it. Well, well literally, sounds wait, like neither of us listened to it. What's no, up, 
Yep. Okay, so it existed, but I it's, think the it's first in our time, folder the for sure, first but. time that you did it was during a practice. And I think all of us, like, I remember totally fucking up the bass part because I was like, damn it, this vocal part is sick. <laughs> well, what I was so you getting were like, to was Whoa. Well, like, this, like, crazy chord progression that's, like, descending is chromatically, and you're just like, it sounds amazing together. That was, that, that part too was also a happy accident where um, I was just sitting. I've been trying to, it's so hard to, like, write lyrics in my house because I'm like distracted by my dog and just like everything like it's it's so weird like every now and then something will come to me and I'll go oh shit like um one of the songs the one that's that was called Doug's Chungus I I figured out the lyrics for that when I, I was in a weird haze after I got my COVID booster because that like knocked me on my ass for like two or three days and I was like it's like 5 a.m I like barely slept for two days and I'm like laying in bed and all of a sudden it just came to me and I'm just like looking at my phone with the brightness turned like all the way down, just like, fuck, just typing words. Doug's chungus means this to me. What does chungus mean to me? Chungus, that is Doug's (laughs) means. (laughs) But, um, but so I had a lot of times where I would just like go to our practice space because I'm like, okay, I'm in the environment where music is happening all over the place and you, you hear the other bands practicing and it's like, it's a good experience. And sometimes I'd go there and I'd, I'd be there for three hours and nothing would come of it. And other times I'd knock out three songs where the lyrics in one sitting, like the way she goes. Um, yeah. So that was one where I was like, all right, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to attempt to write a love song, which I'm horrible at doing because I'm so bad at like, cause most of the, most of the shit I write about is like, I'm fucking pissed off or I'm depressed or, um, shit's fucked or like, yep. <laughs> you know, everything like, is frustrating. Yeah, and capitalism like that, is Satan. I, I'm such a like a, a in a bad way. <laughs> I'm such a, like a positive individual out, at, like outwardly, but that's because I'm like trying to not be negative and like try to just build everybody up around me. Yeah, so I get my negativity demon. out in my songs. So even though the songs sound real nice and fun, it's like. Like for a while, our most popular song was called Miserable, but you know, but yep. it's all happy, even though the lyrics are like, I'm fucking upset because I got fucking dumped. But so I was like, all right, let me try and write a love song that doesn't sound fucking corny or like cliche or lame. So I just, I sort of figured that out and it just worked. And the one, I, I had the whoa, whoa part for the Brit or the pre chorus already laid down and what I ended up writing for the lyrics for the verse just went perfectly into that. I'm like, yes, it all, it's all coming together. Everything's coming up Millhouse. Oh man. The first time I got to hear it with lyrics was as you were tracking it in the studio. And I was just like, Oh my fucking God, this is the cutest fucking song. <laughs> what the hell? I tried to think of it like, all right, like I'm not going to be it's like, like if the rock show was sincere, girl, you're so cute. <laughs> or like, Oh, like, I'm in love with you. Like, it's so hard to do. So I was like, all right, well, what's one thing that uh, most of us can relate to is like, you're with someone who you feel like is out of your league. And you're like, how am I so lucky to be with this person? So no, I, wrote, I truly felt like it was a romance, like a romance novel of romance. lyrics, a romance novel of uh, <laughs> lyrics. Um, yeah. And especially like knowing Larissa, I was like, yeah, yeah your hands, so cute. your She's hands interlocked in yours. And oh my god, the feels! I wrote, I my wrote it as like ready. kind of like a fictional sort of storyline. Um, like it was kind of like I was, I was watching that show uh, on Netflix called Easy. That's like all it takes place in Chicago. So I was like. I remember when I was living in Wicker Park, I'd see signs like, oh, we're going to be filming uh, this Netflix show easy on this block from these dates. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I never got around to actually watching it until COVID times when I had nothing but free time um, outside of work. So I watched it. And there's, I think, w- one of the first couple episodes is set where it opens up where this girl's walking upstairs into sub T. I'm like, ah, some tea. Yay. Familiar space. Oh, I miss going to shows. <laughs> like it was, it was, it sucked. But this girl goes to a show at Sub Tea. She's watching some band. She locks eyes with this other girl across the room and they kind of like give each other some smiles. So I'm like, I kind of took that scenario and made a song out of it and sort of made it my own thing. So it, it worked out. 
and I'm I'm happy for that to. Oh, well, this out. is devastating. I assumed it was based on a true story. No, and I, well, I feel like it is. <laughs> I genuinely thought that was your. But like, I mean, I that, like that, that kind of shit happens. Like, I mean, uh, like I, I've there's there's been, you know, I, I've been in that situation before, or like, you know, I, I've like when I met my girlfriend Larissa, who I'm with now and have been with for you know six years now. Um, I recognized her from shows and I'm like, I've probably like kind of flirted with you at a show before. <laughs> like, right. That's why I thought it was like you know, real. Cause I knew that that's how y'all kind of met. And I was like, oh, is this the true story? This yeah, is the no, cutest we, origin story. We met, um, <laughs> I would seen her at shows before. I'd just seen her around and thought like that girl's cute. Um, and then I matched with her on Tinder. And then I, right after I moved to Wicker Park, I was having a housewarming party. I was like, you should come to my party. I'm having a little housewarming shindig. And she came and I was like, yeah, that girl's cute as fuck. I'm, I'm definitely asking her out. And then here we are six and a half years later. So, nice. A, um, so, I mean, it, it's kind of, you know, it, it, the similar kind of, you know, vibes, you know, yeah. it's it kind of one of those like, oh, shit, this girl's talking to me. How am I? How was I so lucky? Right. I feel like it's pretty universally relatable. Mm-hmm. Like any gender, any person. Like, I don't know. You lock hands with somebody and you're like, oh, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. This is the best thing that I have ever felt in my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. Good and you get that like descending chromatic and you get that like uh, arpeggio over the top. And uh, yeah, it just feels like that. Yeah. And that's what that song is. So. <laughs> oh God, you said arpeggio. That's the one where I accidentally did the tapping sweet pick part right before the fucking last pre-chorus. Oh yeah, at the end of the bridge, I do like it's entirely too many notes. Wait, of the of, of the bridge of the, of of the, the bridge. bridge when it goes like when it's building up. Um, oh shit! Amazing. Yeah, I do like a. I did as it. you should, as you should. <laughs> I did it as a It joke. should be a oh, chromatic don't. on top of a chromatic, just in like double time. Oh no, it's not. It's very just major. But um, I can't wait for our record to come out so people listening to this have to know what the understand. fuck we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, listen to this now and be like, like, yeah, this is a lot of fun. But then listen to it like in, in the fall months, when the, yeah. our record comes out. <laughs> that way, you'll be like, oh, this is what they were talking about. I feel like mathematically that matches up weird. But I, I, I will do a, uh, a little analysis and I will report back in the next episode. <laughs> so uh, stay tuned. That's a uh, action item for me. Excellent. Love that. Sweet deal. What were some other uh, highlights that you guys are thinking of like recording or just even just from our trip in general? A cool moment for me was uh, um, doing all of my screaming vocal stuff where I would do most things in like a take or two. And like yeah. I would like do a thing, and they were like, "All right, that was great. Uh, let's get one more just to have it." But that's probably it. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, I yeah, mean, it's I, good. I know that I do this, but I didn't realize that like I was actually like really good at it." So like that's yeah, been a huge confidence boost for me. <laughs> Super well. I I've actually had that part stuck in my head probably the most frequent, um, where it's like suddenly I'll train again. It's like uh, of course I can't remember it now because I'm on the spot, but it's just like. Like you sing yours, and then you're like, "Please tell me." Or oh yeah, wait, yeah, no, yeah. maybe I do oh, that part. No. Wait, so, who does so what? So that's all the same song, but like, yeah, we, there's there's one of the songs where in the bridge we just reference a bunch of '90s songs. But who and does we, what? We kind of it's each, you, then me, then Zach. Uh, I, no, I do the, Zach, I do the second and the last line. No, yes. so so there's there's five lines total. So there's the first line is is Alyssa the. Second line is Zach. The third line is me. The fourth line is me and Alyssa. And the fifth line is Zach. Well, two, anyway. Two of Zach. I've yeah. had Zach's line stuck in my head in Zach's like voice and inflection for the past dope. several weeks. And Which I'm like, this dope. sounds yeah. sick. It's Happy a reference to, to My Own Worst Enemy by Lit. Yes. Yep. But it's as in, in Zach form. But yep. also like kind of Eric <laughs> Melvin-y. Because that's what yeah. my screams sound like. Yeah. But like <laughs> in tune. Yeah. But just, yeah, yeah, just screaming-y. Screaming-y? Screaming-y. <laughs> screaming-y cricket. Screaming-y Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, shit. The other thing that I can't stop saying is, oh, Jenga. Oh, Jenga. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we should probably, uh, uh, we could probably uh, have you insert a, a sound clip of that video, but 
there's this video where this drunk guy <laughs> is at a wedding and he says gibberish and then sees a Jenga tower and goes, oh, Jenga, Jenga and just like flicks one of them out of, <laughs> like effortlessly just flicks one of the Jenga little logs out of it and the girl filming just goes, oh, and then he like grabs his nuts and she goes, oh, and that's the whole video and there's yep. no context or nothing and throughout the whole weekend like mm. I'd be like about to do a take and Nick would just be like oh Jenga and then hit record I'm like fuck alright hang on <laughs> there's so many of those moments where Nick would say the most ridiculous shit and then hit record and I'm like alright get it together Kev you got this oh my god like, another one yes. of my favorite moments from that trip is when we were up there and he was telling the story about how he's like I want to get more tattoos so I look more visibly punk so these fucking um, Trumpian assholes stop talking to me about my car Oh yeah, <laughs> and he was, at one point he just goes, "Fucking, don't talk to me about my muffler. I'm Antifa, motherfucker. I'm here to take your gun." Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the best fucking thing I've ever heard. We actually, there's one song on the record that is a very, it's a, it's a short, angry punk, like Suicide Machines esque song, and uh, it's, it's very like anti-Republican, and we're trying to we, we, the. The uh, Friday night that we were there, we were all like, you know, kind of drunk, kind of high, just like sitting around the fire, like kind of coming up with names because none of, I think out of the 12 songs, I think only two of them had song titles. Yeah. So, um, so we were trying to figure out song titles, trying to figure out an album title, all this shit. And um, we had the idea since that's the shortest song, let's give it a long ass title. We thought of calling the song. Don't talk to me about my muffler. I'm Antifa, motherfucker. I'll take your guns. And then in parentheses, the long song title song. And so eventually we, we just decided that <laughs> that was way too long and way too like obscure. So that song is going to be called the long song title song. And if, uh, if people don't listen to this, don't explain to them why it's called that. Yeah. But if anyone asks me, I'll tell them what the whole name of the song is called. Like I've, I've no. Right. No problem with it, but that's our pact. We have to tell them if they ask, but if they don't ask, yeah, it's don't just a long song title song. Yeah. I will say too, I, I like that we actually got a little creative with the song titles for this one because oh, the whole first six songs are a, a complete thought. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, we like like some of them um, are kind of jokes in their own way, which I I don't think we've ever really done that much. Um, They're not jokes. I it's mean, just like a is a sentence, but also we don't have. Well, there is one that's kind of quarantine kind of jokey, or there's like there there's one that like has nothing to do. There's no lyrics or anything that the song says. Like I'm trying to not give shit away, but like like it's just like a phrase that like oh that's a fun phrase. Like the, just we got a little more creative with our song titles this time around. Um, I'm stoked for that. Um, and then like. The the last song on the record is like the song title. If you know anything about us, or if you're like close to us as people, you'll like you'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> like you'd be like, ah, yes. I mean, the 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 last song is actually a, uh, a direct reference to when we went up to Nick's place in October to do a writing session for the record. Mm-hmm. So like, it kind of weirdly came around full circle that we got to use that. Yeah, that trip was like such a cool thing because like, um, like if if you're listening, you didn't know. Back in October, we went up to Nick's place to do like pre pro and like some writing and shit, um, just to kind of pick Nick's brain. Because like, I mean, Nick, I mean, it, it, if again, if you don't know, um, Nick was the singer from the band The Swellers. Which, if you don't know The Swellers, the fuck is wrong with you? Go listen to them right go now. Go listen to The Swellers. Pause this podcast. Go listen to their discography. Then come back right now. Brain. And then you'll, you'll, and then you'll understand so why we are the band that we are because we, it, it's it's also a weird like on another side note a weird thing that like we've been recording and working with Nick for so much because the Swellers is kind of why this band started in the first place because I was in only like hard rock bands and like metal bands for the longest time and like pu- punk rock and skate punk and kind of like that's always been my fucking go to it's always been my thing and I've never played in a punk band so then I was. I went to see the Swellers. They were a band I was trying to see for forever. Every time I'd try to see them, either I couldn't go or they were on a tour that I'd, I was stuck in traffic and got there and they already played and shit, like for, for years. And I finally saw them in 2013 and I was like, why am I not in a band like this? This is fucking stupid. So then I, I wrote a punk song. I showed it to the band I was in at the time, Save Yourself. None of them were really vibing with it. They are like, it was too punk rock. I was like, wow. 
stick a knife in my heart. And <laughs> that song was Sincerely Me, which is on our first EP. Oh. So it's not I, even that punk rock. I know. It's just, it's got the double time <laughs> skate punk beat in there. And that was too much for that band to handle, which like, I mean, God bless those guys. But like, yeah, that that's, that's not their thing. It's not their thing. Like, uh, I guess. makes sense. And that's kind of why that band fell apart was like everyone in the band wanted it to be something different. And rather than blending all those styles together, we couldn't figure out how to do that. And it just ended up just being like, well, I guess that like we didn't even announce that that band broke up. It just sort of stopped. And then I started Guardrail. Um, but yeah. And then fast forward to a few years later, we're working with Nick. We're recording shit with Nick. We did Screaming Bloody Mary and Jane and the whole Yikes EP with Nick. Like, yeah, he's been a very crucial part. He's been like our big brother through like yeah. the last, you know, four years of this band. So, um, yeah. Thank, thank Nick for us existing essentially. Cause if he didn't like write such good fucking songs, I wouldn't have been inspired to start this fucking band in the first place. So, and I remember when you were recording Jane, he was just like, like I don't know, I did like my two vocal parts or whatever, and he was just like, "Yeah, girl, embrace your womanness," <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, sweet, I shall." And then like Thanks. I don't know, this time we were there, he was like, "All right, Kevin, whatever you're done, like, all right." Let's let the girl try. <laughs> yeah, and then you like, fucking crushed it. <laughs> as you shall, Ace Ventura. Like, good joke. As, as like, it was funny. I remember when we were doing the the pre pro bag in October. Um, we were we were kind of figuring out because we we started with like thirty ish different song ideas, narrowed it down to like nineteen or eighteen. Um, and then we went to Nick's and we showed him all the songs. We picked a solid 12 that were good. And one of them was of course, uh, guilt trip, which is the song that you sing on that we've been playing live for a while. And, um, it, it was funny cause we were there and, um, at the time, like th- there is another song in the record that, uh, um, that you, Alyssa sing a lot on the, the one that was called yeah. Corn teenagers that you wrote. The, we'll figure out of, a name you, for. Yeah. You wrote all the lyrics for and everything. But um, was that also the one you play trumpet on? Yes. Also, there's trumpet on the record. Yeah. Also, trumpet. trumpet. The trumpet. The trumpet. Trumpet. <laughs> trumpet. But um, oh, remind me to come back to that thought of the trumpet. The trumpet. But, um, okay. So we were um, we were figuring out the track listing, and at the time we like we, we figured that was the best way to narrow down the twelve songs that we we're gonna put on the record was like let's sequence this shit and see what songs don't fit with the rest of them. We we're like, okay, these are definitely going on the record. Let's pick the other ones that we're kind of like up in the air about, and um, the it, how it lays out in the track listing is guilt trip comes right after what's now called the long song title song, the short, angry, Republican, mm-hmm. fuck you, Republican song. Um, and he's like, okay, so you'll be like all loud and angry and blah, and then all of a sudden you come and sing it, and everyone's going to be like, what? A girl? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but now like track four has you singing a lot on it, so it's like uh, it, it like evens itself out now. It's not just like, oh, there's one song that Alyssa takes a lead on. It's like you take the lead on another yeah. song in a way and too. And then we have a um, you know another female on the acoustic song and Oh, you gave yeah. it away. Well, I mean you narrowed it down to Yeah, you narrowed it down. At yeah. least half the population. Oh, yeah, so. I forgot that I know we were, we were joking earlier like he she they but yeah, I literally I made that now joke. She on one of them. On one of them. Mm. Well, we but, know that it's yeah, true. So my thought on the trumpet. My bad. The the night so the the after the on, on Saturday night of that little trip um Zach went home to go see a Wilhelm scream. The rest of us went to eat food, went to a dispensary, got a shitload of weed gummies, and got high as fuck. And we're watching. Yeah, she met a dog um, whose predecessor was named Meatball. But also whose name is Meatball. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Legend. But we went to a dispensary, got hooked up with some some gummies. Like, uh, fucking Michigan. Like, getting shit at a dispensary not in Chicago is fucking insane because what we got for like a couple hundred bucks, we would have spent like a thousand dollars on here. But, uh, we all got super high. We were watching weird, like mashups on YouTube. And that guy, DJ Cummerbund took holiday by green day and mashed it up with the Mambo number five. And it's the coolest fucking thing. 
So that's what I missed out on. <laughs> yeah, you missed out on some wild shit. And we we also found um, uh, this video where someone took the vocal track to Africa by Toto and pushed it up a measure and also detuned it like out of key. And we were just crying laughing at how ridiculous that sounded. I do have a video of Alyssa just like crying yeah, and going, I, got, I can't give it a shit, my pants. I got sent that video <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? You can't really make out what's happening. It took me like three watches to be like, oh, okay, the vocals are wrong somehow. Like, what is this? I think about this frequently. It was like one of the few things that gets exponentially better and worse as it goes on. And yeah. it just, it's just. Because it's just like it two counts just, early. The vocal track is two counts early from where it should be, and then is also like a step and a half out of key. Oof. So it's like just gross, and it's the, it's amazing. It would be so hard to do on purpose. It would be very impressive oh, to yeah. do on purpose. Yeah, but uh, it but is when, when inspiring. It is inspiring. When to Alyssa to. was recording trumpet on that one song, the trumpet. We kept going the trumpet, the trumpet. and then later that night we find that video and it's going the trumpet and that's how we're like yes the trumpet he said it call back to earlier (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i I will say though when we when we got done we you hightailed it back home to chicago to see wilhelm scream we were we went back to there was some fucking parade happening in the town that we were in oh yeah i drove through that it fucked me up we were trying to find a place to eat and like the places all most of the places that we were trying to eat at were closed because of the parade because they were all at the parade. Yeah, the whole town was out for this It was this wild. Thing. So then we finally, we, we found this this little fucking bar. Just like bar food was perfect for what we needed. And um, it was like walking distance from our Airbnb. So we're like, sick, let's just go back to the Airbnb and we'll just walk over there. And it was right around the corner from where the dispensary was where we ended up. So Swish. we went there, and as we're walking there, this dude drives by in the biggest fucking redneck pickup truck ever, and he's blaring that Kid Rock song. Nobody gonna tell me how to live. Let's we're like, go, Brandon. Oh, I forgot. Hey, we're we're in MAGA country right now. And then there's another truck in the gas station right there that had a giant flag on the back that just said, fuck Biden and, and fuck you for voting for him. I'm like, fucking Are we out here, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, a bunch of fucking uh, liberals from Chicago are out in MAGA country right now. But yeah. Um, but I will say when we went to that bar too, um, we're eating food and, and that, that one lady walked up to us and asked us to take the chair we weren't using. And uh, what what did her fucking uh, patch say on her jacket or on her vest? It oh was, my gosh. It was something wild. I wish that you would have asked me like an hour ago so that I would have had time to think about this. It was like something about whatever dick cheese scientific oh. name oh. is. It said smegma on it. Oh, yeah. It was like. That's a weird Oh, my patch. God. What was it? It was something, something with smegma. Yeah. It was disgusting, but it was. And she said Feminist that's her nickname. Fuck. And I was like, yes. And then yeah. the rough nickname. How'd you get that one, Chief? <laughs> and then she, she she was fucking dying because she was just like, oh, I love saying that because people I'm call me sure Smegma. I'm like, you just call me ditch, Hold, Dick please. Cheese. Hold, please. <laughs> and then, oh, wasn't the other one, didn't it say like tongue punch my fart box or something tongue like that? Tongue punch my fart box oh, was definitely the one that she had. I was like, hell yeah. Um, I have this lady fucks. a picture. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Questionably. Shout out to Smegma. Ugh. The person, not the, the <laughs> substance. <laughs> I hope she's listening. <laughs> she's not. Sorry for talking shit about your town, not. Well, yeah, this was a good fucking uh, recap of our of our shit. We're going to have on our Patreon, actually, if you subscribe to that shit. Um, Which I'm you gonna, should. Yeah. Um, so far, what you can see is um, our whole set from... Uh, the show we played is sub tea with hot milk. Um, Which rules? You get to see us doing May 16th on May 16th. Yeah. For Lagwagon Day. Glorious. Um, I was trying to figure out how to upload a video to that, and I, I think you have to like upload it a certain weird way because you can throw a picture on there, but to do a video, you got to do it a weird way. But I wanted to put a video of that weird shit that you were talking about in the last episode with like the oh. weird puppets. Um, 
the the puppet people, <laughs> whatever yeah. the hell. I think they were called like those amazing little people or something like that. Yeah. I think it's actually what they go by. Which that's like a weird. I think it's like a German thing because I have seen that at things because like I'm. German. I think it's a specifically Chicago thing. I think Is they it? do events around the city all the time actually. Because I've, been I've to talked weird... to a couple people and there's been a few people that have been like, oh, I've seen these guys before. And yeah. Like, what the fuck was this? I've been to weird like extended family things like in like my mom's side of the family is like straight up German like my great great grandparents came or no my great grandparents came here from like Germany and Austria and shit um so it's like a weird thing that they do I've seen that before when you sent me that I'm like oh my god I had like weird PTSD but um (laughs) (laughs) but I'm I'm gonna try and get a video of that up there but I I am gonna be putting up um we'll put up shorter clips on the you know the usual socials um but i am going to be putting up longer extended clips of like uh like recaps from our drum sessions and our guitar sessions and vocal sessions and things like that so um be sure to subscribe to our patreon to see more shit like that um all of the delicious exclusive content yeah because what i'm going to throw up online might be a minute or two long or you know a couple minutes but what i'll put up on our patreon will be more like you know 10 minutes or so um just all the raw footage, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to compile all that shit together in one one solid video, and that'll be up there for your view and pledge. Um, I think we need to like do like a Vimeo. I think that's what we have to do. Okay. Um, but yeah, sure. you'll see a lot more of that shit. Um, as we approach finalizing the the record, um, you'll you'll see more more updates there. Um, like like I was saying earlier, we got. Just like the the vocals for the acoustic song, a couple little vocal features, a couple little extra things we gotta just throw on, and then we're we're set, and it's gonna be mixed and mastered, and I, it's looking like probably like September October to get this this fucker out. So, um, hopefully that's correct, <laughs> but it should be given the time frame we got. Um, and other than that, um, come see us at the shows. We got a. We got a run with Glory Days coming up soon. Um, there's that. There's the Drew Neely tribute show at the end of July. Um, we also got booked on a show in the first weekend of September with uh, 500 Miles to Memphis and Take the Reins and Blind Adam in the Federal League. Um, that's like announced, but like kind of not at the same time. Like it's it's out there. Um, okay. So I mean, we'll 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 be on that. So. Um, we'll be hitting up Reggie's again in September. And then also, hopefully, we'll be able to announce this. Uh, otherwise, sh- I didn't say anything about it. <laughs> but uh, first weekend of August, we're finally doing the Linden Method album release show that Garbrail is also going to be doing. Yes, Zach will um, be doing double duty. Double duty for me. Um, I think... Duty d- free. Don't quote me on this yet, but I'm almost positive Take the Reins is in. I need to double check. Oh, nice. But yeah, so that'll be a nice little fun night. That's going to be a Heck G-Man. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, so yeah, that's about that's about that. So come to the shows, follow us on the instas and the the talks and the the gram oh gram is instas. It's just uh, the other half of Insta. Thanks, Grandpa. <laughs> and grandpa. Also, and also just follow me on Twitter. I don't give a fuck about the van, but Twitter is the only <laughs> thing that I really like. Uh and uh follow me there. I'm at Zach TLM. Yeah, we're at Guardrail Socks on pretty much everything. So. Um and yeah, I think that's and it. cut the end. <laughs> Goodbye. The end. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. Good night. <laughs> Thus Adios. concludes the podcast. Lol. See ya. Lol. Less than three. Brb. Lylas. Omg. Lmbo. Have a good summer. Tgif. Have a cast. Asap. RSVP, <laughs> VSOP, MVP, AFV, America's Funniest Home Videos, MHC, Most Extreme Elimination Chat. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> that is as best a place as right ever. You are, to hit stop. <laughs> right you are, Ken. Oh hi, Ken. Kenny Blankenship <laughs> and Vic Romano. Oh. All right, the end. The trumpet! The trumpet! The trumpet!
Mambo number five. Oh, I love that I can now see my little blip that comes up every time I talk. Yeah. Look at the waveform. Because every time I talk, I see a blip. (laughs) Every time I waveform sees, I get high. (laughs) Yeah. Boop. Distracted by the waveforms. (laughs) We don't have to clap. (laughs) I know. I'll just tell you right now. I'm in front of you. I mean, I'm at your house. I don't know. I assumed you had to check the TV. Oh, that's fair. How long have you been at my house? It's too long. (laughs) I live here now. Oh, so many days. Moved in. I mean, Fritz barely lives here, so it's fine. Wow! Oh, the Fritz police! Watch out! <laughs> Boop! Fritz no. is definitely a cartoon. He's the most cartoon person I know, and he's just getting worse. Boop! Terrific! Boop! What just happened? 2012, 20, 2020, 2020, 2012, 20, 2020, 2012, 20, 2020, 2012, 20, 2020, 2012, 20, 2020, 2012, 20, 2020, 2012, 20, 2020, 2012, 20, 2020, 2012, 20, 2